0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com
1: Hey, good evening everyone. Um, we're going to begin by mentioning one or two items about Pesach Sheini. Today is Pesach Sheini. Um, even though it's not mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch that we don't say Tachnon on Pesach Sheini, nevertheless, the custom in many shuls, including ours, that we don't say Tachnon on Pesach Sheini. Oh, do uh, the question is... Many people have a custom to eat matzah on Pesach Sheni. Where does this come from? What type of minog is this? I saw in a tshuva from Rebchaim Knievsky that this is minog chasidi. Chasid custom. Many sfaradim also eat matzah on Pesach Sheni. But sfaradim who are going to eat matzah on Pesach Sheni, they have to be careful that on Pesach, sfaradim make hamotzi on matzah. During the year, mezonos. So if you're going to eat matzah on Pesach Sheni, it's only mezonos, it's not hamotzi. Okay. Um, this coming Sunday, God willing, will, uh, will be Lagba Omer. 33rd day of the Omer. Um, for Ashkenazim, that will allow us to shave already on uh, Friday. We advance it. Svardim usually wait until the day after Lagba Omer. Okay. But the question is, where does Lagba Omer come from? What's the source of it? What happened on Lagba Omer? We've heard many things. But actually, if you look through the Gemara... You know how many mentions of Lagba Omer there are? Zero. No, there is no mention of Lagba Omer. It's not in the Gemara. We have in the Gemara in Yavamas, if you look at number one, Amru, our sages tell us, Shneim Asar Elef Zugim, Talmidim. Two pairs of 12,000 students. In other words, Rabbi Kiva Had, 12,000 students. Pairs of students. 24,000 students. The Gemara doesn't just say he had 24,000 students. He had 12,000 pairs. In other words, each student had a chabrusa. Okay? Total of 24,000. Mi ad-Anti-Paris. From the area in Israel called Gvas until Anti-Paris, meaning these students, of course, a very large number, they, uh, they covered a lot of territory. V'kulan meisub a Echad. They all died at one time they all died at one time now it's very interesting if you look in the Kalbah, one of the Rishonim it says they all died in one year they all died in one year in the Yeshivos the tradition is they did not die in one year they died over the course of many years they died over the course of many many years but they all died during a certain period of the calendar what was that period? first let's see why they died the Gemara says (laughs) because they did not show honor to each other they didn't show honor to each other. V'hayah ha'olam shamim. The world was desolate. Right? Imagine, Rabbi Kiva was the gadol Hadar. He was the greatest scholar of the generation. He taught 24,000 students. They all died during one period. Now the world is desolate of Torah. Right? These 24,000 scholars were going to be the continuity of the Torah. They were going to perpetuate Torah. Now they died. The world was desolate. Until Rabbi Akiva had to start again, start fresh, he went to the sages in the south, okay? He taught them. Who were these sages? We're number one, Rab Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi and Shamua. He taught five students. Imagine, he had 24,000 students. He had the biggest yeshiva in the world. He had a yeshiva maybe six times the size of Lakewood. Imagine, 24,000 students. They all died. And he started over with how many? Five students. Again, their names were Reb Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, Reb Yossi, Reb Shimon, Reb Lezab and Shamua. These were the five Tanoim who continued on the Torah. The Haim Hamidu Tarba Oysashah. They were the ones who perpetuated the Torah.
0: I can ask a question. I mean, it's the size of a big university. How was able to teach all these the students, you know, like you, have sort of, you, know,
1: a or... you mean a loudspeaker system?
0: No, not only you mean way. how
1: is it possible? I don't know. You mean what kind of facility, what kind of building did he use? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Now the Gemara says something very important. Tana, we learned, Kula mi All these students died from Pesach until Shavuos. Okay. All these students died from Pesach till Shavuos. Again, the question is Did they all die in one year? The Kobo says they all died in one year. Rav Meir Chader says the tradition in Yeshiva says they died over the course of many years but they all died between Pesach and Shavuos. Amar Rabchameh Rav Rabchameh Baraba said V'itamer Rabchir Barabbin Some says Rabchir Barabbin Kulan They all died a terrible death. The Gemara says you know how many deaths there are? Totsa'os 973 deaths There are many died. Many ways to go, right? Many ways to go. They died with the worst possible death. Mahi, what is that? Omer of Nachman Askara. It's a certain type of asphyxiation, a certain type of choking. It's the most painful way to go. They all died this way. Now, Rabbi Isai, we all know that the reason why we have a mourning period during Svirsa Omer is because it's mourning over the students of Rabbi Akiva. You see one word here about Lagba Omar nothing this is the only Gemara that tells us about Rabbi Kiva students passing away and the whole era of the period between Pesach and Shavuos now one word is mentioned about Lagba Omer so if somebody were to ask you where in Shas, does it say Lagba Omer is a simcha the answer is nowhere so, so where does it come from yeah where do you see him when you come through there's any relevance to this to, to either you don't see this no there are two versions of uh, like Bono, the, the Zionist one. Oh, with Ba'a Yeah. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and also Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai.
0: Nothing is actually... Okay. You count,
1: sphera, you count the, the sphere No, we don't sphera. count sphere because of the because students of Rebbe Kiva. Why do you count then? It's a mitzvah in the Torah. It, no. coincidentally, coincidentally, during the period of sphere the students of Rebbe Kiva died. But let's try to investigate But where does Lagba Omer come from And what's the reason why it's a day of Simcha We're going to go through many reasons And uh, you know The Chobos HaVavos tells us That every year A person always has to relearn What he already knows Why? Because if you don't relearn what you know You remain with the same Simple level of understanding In other words You can learn about the story of Adam and Chava and Gan Eden When you're you're five years old You learn about the story then the rest of your life, if you never revisit it and never learn it again in your mind, you have the same immature, the same immature understanding of that story. That's why you know uh, parents like to train their their children to do mitzvahs when they're two years old, three years old, four years old. No, but Chazal say there's an age of chinuch, six, seven. Why? Why? Why do we do it so late? Because if you train a child to do a mitzvah too early, they they'll be doing that mitzvah on that level for their entire life. If you train a kid to do a mitzvah when he's four years old, so when he's 50 years old, he'll still be doing a mitzvah with a four-year-old understanding. Chazal, no. The sages no. When is the precise moment that some seichel kicks in? And that's when you could start teaching them to do mitzvah. Okay. The first mention of Lagba Omer is found in the Me'iri. Me'iri is one of the Rishonim, one of the early Rishonim. And look what he says. He says kan. These students are mentioned here. Shekula Mi Pesach They all died from Pesach toshavus. The We have a tradition from the gaonim. lamid gimel baomer pascha hamisa. They stopped dying on the thirty third day of the Omer. This, this is okay. Good question. We're going to address that. But this is the earliest mention of Lag Omer. The Meiri says even though the Gemara tells us they died from Pesach to Shavuos, the, tr- the tradition from the Gaonim is that they stopped dying on the 33rd day of the Omer. Okay? <laughs> the Minugin is because of the shalolah hasanus, well, not to fast. Fine. Does he say that we don't say Tachnon? No. Does he say that you should go to the Kever of Shemrach Yehoi? No. Does he say you should go light fires at the shkiver of Yechai? No. Does he say you should go light clothing on fire at the Kivir? No. No mention of Rabb Shimri Yechai. Lagba Omer, he says our tradition is they stopped dying. Okay? The Maharil, Maharil is one of the early post-gay Ashkenaz. Whatever the Ramah, many times when the Ramah tells him halacha, it's based on the Psak halacha of the Maharil. Rabbi Yaakov Mulan. Maharil says something very interesting. They didn't die, Stop dying in Lagba Omer. He says a little bit differently. How many days of Sfira are there? 49. 49. Of those 49 days, how many of those days do we not say Tachman? Um,
0: well, 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 you don't say Onisan. So that means you don't say certain
1: days? Right. Um, mm, that's just a custom that we don't say Tachman. Which days is a really... Which days are we... Uh, so somewhat of a Yom Tov. Okay, Yodalad Iyar, you don't
0: say. Okay. You don't say Rosh
1: Chodesh Iyar? Yodalad is not so posh. Some people even say Tachna in Yodalad Iyar. Who says? In Yeshiva... According to Shulchan Aruch, you would say Tachna. You're right. Shulchan Aruch doesn't
0: mention it.
1: Doesn't mention it. Okay. Well, we have seven days of Pesach. Okay, those days are definitely days of Simcha. uh, How many days of Rosh Chodesh? Two and then one. Two and one. Three days Rosh Chodesh, that's ten. Okay? Then you have seven Shabbosim. No Pesach. He said, Yodah, oh, no. And seven Shabbosim. Seven Shabbosim, seven days of Pesach, and three days of Shodesh. Seventeen days. So out of the 49 days, 17 days are days of Simcha. And the Maril says our tradition is, not that they stopped dying on like Omer, they didn't die on days of Simcha. So of the 49 days, how many days did they not die? 17. So how many days did they die? 32. So on the 33rd day of the Omer, not that they stopped dying on that day, that just signifies they only died for 32 days, but after that they stopped dying. It wasn't really that they stopped dying on that day, it was just they died for 32 days, they didn't die for 17 days, so the 33rd day of the Omer is a simcha because of that.
0: Now, this 24,000 that passed the in the Bible. In, in the more left after that to continue because not So means that after then there were some more people from
1: the. So when the Gemara says Rabbi Kiva of those twenty four thousand, it seems they all died out. Okay. Every last one. And what does it mean, Rabbi Kiva taught Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Elazar Shema? Shimon. He traveled to the south. He had to get new talmidim. He got new students. So the question really is. What kind of simcha is it, Lag like B'Omer? We're celebrating the fact they stopped dying. they stopped dying. There's nobody left to die. That's a happiness. That's pretty. It's like Achzarias. Imagine Chassid Shalom. You're gonna celebrate the day that six million Jews stopped dying. Every single one of them. They all died. Where was the Rebbe when this all was going on? Look. So so, so What kind of simchas Lag like Omer? Because they stopped dying. <laughs> of course they stopped dying. Nobody's left. Right. So that's the question of the pre-chadash. Pre-chadash asks, look at number four. We need to think about this simcha. Lama, what is it? What kind of happiness is this? If it's because they stopped dying, who cares? No one was left. They all died. What is the nature of this joy? That's the happiness because they stopped dying. They yeah. stopped dying because they—they're they're all gone. There's no one left to die. So let's try to explore a new reason for Lagba Omer, right? The classic reason—the <laughs> classic reason is because the students of Rukiva stopped dying. Not the best reason, right? Not the best reason. So you said something about Reb Shimbar Yechai. Yeah,
0: but but uh, I must uh, I must ask you a question. It's uh, uh, off the the subject. Earlier. Yeah. We know. It's not like a only history. We know exactly what's happened in this period of time. It was a big war between the Rome and all Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva's students was hunted by the Rome. Even Rabbi Akiva was hunted by the Rome. How we don't mention it? It was a war.
1: That the reason why they died is because you know, of. We don't
0: mention the war at all. We're talking about only. To, they taught only Torah, but they also preached to, to fight the Rome.
1: I don't know if it's con- accepted. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not speaking out of knowledge. I don't know if that's accepted, that the reason why they died is they were killed by the Romans. I've heard that. I don't know if that's con- accepted. I don't know.
0: You said that they died from
1: strangulation? No. That's what the Gemara says. Okay, let's look at another... Maybe, maybe. What? Maybe like the theory and the scientific. I don't know. Let, let's take a look in, at number five. Says the Atarasakanim. Minog Israel, Yisrael, the custom in Israel, Shanoag Lelech Al-Kivari Reb Yechai. Ah, so here we have the first mention of Reb Yechai. Actually, the first mention of it is in uh, the writings of Reb Chaim Vital. He writes that the Arizal would go to the kever Reb Shem who's
0: when What year is it is a, a terrorist again? Is there, what period? Who it is the
1: terrorist again? Well, look, you'll see what he's writing about, okay? The Minog Israel Yisrael... He was talking about in the times of that reason. Look what he says: "The minhag was to go to the kever of Shmuel Eichai and Reb Elazar Benay, beyaim lamed gimel baomer, beheid Reb Eliezer Halevi, shehu haya noeg tamid lomer nachem b'mirch tishkon." There was somebody, a certain Sadik, who we on Tishav in the bracha of Yeshayahu we say a special bracha. We say nachem. We're asking God to console us over the loss of the Beit Hamikdash. This Sadik would say it every day. Okay. He would uh, eagerly anticipate the coming of Mashiach. And after a certain lack of Omer, this tzaddik said the tefillah of Nachim when he finished his tzfila. When uh, I'm sorry, he said this tefillah. He said Nachim in Shwan Esse. And, and Rabbi Yitzchak Gloria, who's Rabbi Yitzchak Gloria? The Arizal. Le um, Rabbi Yitzchak Gloria. He said, "I have some news to tell you." And you know who it's coming from? I'm not making this up. Rav echai, I'm standing here at the kever. He just told me. <laughs> he told me, "Mishem Rav ha sham." very sad. said. He said to me, "Emor lish hazeh, go tell that guy. He has a audacity to say nachem on my holiday. It's like, 'Omer, it's my holiday,' and he's saying nachem like on Tishabav. Who Omer nachem biom simchasi?" Now, how is Lagba Umar the holiday of Rabshimma Yechai? Because our tradition is Rabshimma Yechai passed away on Lagba Umar. Okay. V'lachain huyya benachim Says Yechai to the go tell him, he's gonna need a nechama. <laughs> and what happened? V'lachain huyya shemeislo benahagada. His eldest son died. Is that why? Because he's saying a tfilah of Tisha Tishba of this tzaddik, no, of this tzaddik, of Lazar Halevi, who said nachim al-Lagba Umar, so the, uh, the Rav Shemar Echai told the Arizah, go tell him, he's saying, simcha. He's going to need a Nachama, Okay? Well, well, why
0: punish him? He didn't you
1: know. That's not a Shia. <laughs> he should have known. I don't know. Hare she'ein lo b'yomza. We see from here you don't say tachna. Okay, but this is sort of just a quote. But that, that's
0: only back like around the 15th century.
1: Exactly, that's the... Mm-hmm.
0: We're talking about like uh, 1500 years after that they found out that the Arizal died in Black Baona?
1: No, 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 the Shimon Yechai.
0: Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai died F- 1500 years after they found out that this is the day that he died.
1: So that was maybe the Arizal discovered it. I don't know. I don't know. Shimon is a Tana. The Tana is on Tanoim. The Arizal would go to his kever and Anybody who would say any inappropriate tefillah, Arizal said, be careful, this is the day of the holiday, the happiness of Reb Shem Ba'i Now, why is it the holiday of Reb Shem Ba'i He passed away on this day. <laughs> well, what exactly, what, what's the holiday? Well, you know, in, in Kabbalah, what do you call the lagwa Omer? Hilul yoma de hilula. Yeah, hilula. Hilula. What does Hilula mean? Uh, like a little, yeah. So Somewhere to, so to praise. Well, Hilula is chasana. Uh, chasana. Oh. Yom what's the chasana? Reb Shemar Yechai, he's going up there, he's connecting with the Reb Fine. So, perhaps then, the reason for Lag Bomer is it's the yard side of Reb Shemar Yechai. Why is the wedding called the Heluah? The chasana is connecting with the Ta'ala? Yeah. Oh. So, okay, this is our second possibility. The reason why Lag Bomer is a day of Simcha is because it's the yard side of Reb Shemar Yechai. Comes along the Shoyalomeshiv. Rabbi Yosef Shal HaLevi Natanzan, one of the big Pais of the 19th century, he lived in, in Lemberg, in Lviv, he says like this, <laughs> You're going to say that Lagba Omer is a simcha? Because if Shem died? One second. So you're telling me, when Moshe Rabbeinu died, they used to fast. When Yeshua Rabbeinu died, they used to fast. And if Shem died, we make a simcha. What, he's greater than Maishah Abenu? Maishah Zayin Ador was classed traditionally as a Yom of It was a fast day. But if Shim Ha'ichai is greater than Maishah Abenu? Since when do we make days that Sadiqim die as happy days or sad days? They're Tanesim. You look in Shulchan Aruch, you'll have a whole long list of days that are Tanesim because different Sadiqim died. You
0: don't say Shom after Friday, I mean Shabbos.
1: Oh, you know, what? You, know, you don't say good Shabbos. You're not supposed to after- wish... Died, yeah, know. or Moshe Rabbeinu also died at uh, that time, right? You know, he's um, David saying that uh, when Mincha is over Shabbos afternoon, you're not supposed to wish somebody good Shabbos. You know, you don't wish good Shabbos. Why? davra what? what? Even today? Yeah, even today. Why? davra passed away then. Moshe Rabbeinu passed away then. So we see when a tzaddik dies, it's not a happy occasion. It's a sad occasion. Here, look. Let's read a little bit and look at number seven. The Just the opposite. The most tzaddik the chacham, when a tzaddik and a wise man dies, Yisheles Anos, you should fast. Vanu mesanin al misas tzaddikim. We always fast when the tzaddikim die. The ech nase yamtuf v'moyseir rabino agoda rishemayichoi. How could it be that we make a fat, we make a happiness, we make a simcha, we make a yamtuf when Rishemayichoi dies? Uv'moyse mivcha hayitzurim. And when the greatest of all beings. Of all creations died, we make it a tainus. It, it doesn't make sense. Shemaychai dies, it's a yamt. Mashiachai dies, it's a tainus. So you tell me, what am I supposed to do? Because Zayar says it's a chasana. Yaymadihi lula. It says, Rabshail Shalom meshav Yeah, it's a chasana for him. But for us, oh. for the tzaddik. It's good for him, but it's bad for us. He's going to his chasana, but we're left by Yogon Ma'anachah. So it doesn't make sense to say that that's what the Zohar means that it's Yomadihilullah. For the Tzaddik, it's Yomadihilullah. For us, we're, we're left bereft of the Tzaddik. He says, Even though the Zohar calls it a day of echasana, that's for him. It's certainly a happiness for him. That he is going to his eternal rest. He's forsaken us. Now listen to what he says The truth is there's a lot to talk about this Because uh, the custom already developed in his time That they would go to the cover of Shemrach Yechai They would make these massive bonfires And they would burn clothing Do they still do that? They I probably.
0: I heard that uh, Rabbi Yovadia said not to do like bombers this Saturday night uh, they, I heard about that, yeah they moved Okay,
1: we'll see. It may not matter what because they the do. Because the bus drivers are going to be driving the buses. So, uh, so he bus drivers, says, Look, right? look what he says. The MS Habe Yishadah there's a lot to talk about this. They had a custom to burn clothing on Lagba Omer. Right? They're violating. It's an Isser. They're wasting. They're wasting. Then he says, Not only that, even though the custom was that when a king. Or a, a melech when a, when a melech would die Or a nasi would die They would burn his clothing That was the custom in Eretz Yisrael First of all They only did it by a king Second of all They wouldn't do that By a regular Tamil Just by a king And the reason they did it by a king Is because since you're now to use The begadim of a melech And the shavit of the melech So you're not wasting it Because anyway You'd have to get rid of it what? So it's not about tashchis you know But what,
0: what the Israeli
1: kids do? Yeah They burn in the rasha of the day The what?
0: The rasha The big gerasha
1: they put, they make a doll of him and they put him on the couch. <laughs> 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 So he says, what kind of covet is it to Reb Shem to start burning clothing? And besides that, it's dar It's the oyri It's the way of the Goyim. That's what the Goyim do. Now look what he says. He says, skip a couple lines. The har there's a lot to say about this. But Umay what should I say? no No one's going to listen to me. I could get up from the pulpit and say, don't do this, they're not going to listen. Far Omeru say, that just like it's a mitzvah to say something that will be listened to, Kishem Shem Mitzvah Lomer Dover HaNishma, K'shem Shem M'kablim al just like you get schar for Adrasha, Kach mekavlim schar al you get schar for not saying Adrasha sometimes if they're not going to listen. Fine. So he said, even though K'al certainly does it for a mitzvah and they're doing it the Shem Shemayim, nevertheless, I'm not exactly sure how this minug developed, and if they would listen to me, let them take all the money that they're wasting, burning clothing, let them give it to the aniyim, and I guarantee you, if Shimba Yechai and Gan Eden would get a lot more hana out of giving money to tzedakah than burning clothing at his gravesite. Okay? So the Shalom Eishiv doesn't accept that the reason for Lag ba Omer is because it's the yard side of Shimba Yechai. Since when is the yard side of a tzaddik a happy occasion? It's always, traditionally, it's a day of tainas, it's a day of sorrow, to make it a happy occasion, where does this come from? He doesn't understand this. Yeah. What? Yeah, because. What? So
0: Yeah, but
1: because the Alachal says, the Yom Askara, you're supposed to fast. Just to fast. But certainly when a time of or a dies, when Moshe Abinah dies, it's a real tiniest. So all of a sudden, the art center of Shema it became a happy occasion. How did this happen? Ah, so let's let's go on. Maybe there's another reason. There's another reason, and that is offered by the pre and the chida. And that is, we know all the students of Rabbi Kiva stopped dying in Lag BaOmer. Fine, that's not a reason to have a simcha because they're all they're all gone. It's not a reason because it's the yard set of Rashi Ma'achai. It should be a tainus. Says the pre and says the chida, what day? did Rabbi Akiva actually start to reteach the Torah and rebuild Torah Judaism? He started again on Lagba Omer. Look at the Chidah writes in number 10. Omer? He says, Efsher, maybe. Yeah, the P'chadash uses the same word. Efshar, maybe. Rabbi Rabbi Akiva, who had a great principle in the Torah, he taught the twenty four thousand talmidim. they died. The world was left desolate. The Reb Shimon, he began teaching. Reb Shimon, by the way, which Reb Shimon is this? Reb Shimon Bar Very interesting. When the Gemara says that one of the five students that Rabbi Akiva. Taught Torah, he restarted teaching Torah. He rebuilt the Torah. One of his five students was Reb Shimin. Reb Shimon the Chida says. And when? Let's oh, yeah. You have to you have to look around. But very interesting. So according to the Chida, the Simcha of Lag BaOmer is not the fact that they stopped dying. The fact that Rabbi Kivager, the fact that Rabbi Akiva, excuse me, was able to do what a Jew does best. What is that? You pick yourself off. You dust yourself off, right? You pick yourself up, you dust yourself yeah. off, and you start again. Just because things weren't going well, just because his whole life was uh, destroyed. Imagine he invested his entire yeah. being in teaching 24,000 yeah. students. Yeah. Gone. Disappeared. Not one left. Right? You'd think he would uh, fall into depression. He'd have to be medicated. You know, nowadays, something like this would happen. What does Rebbe Kiva do? Start again. When did he start again? He started on Lagba Omer. Ah, oh, so Lagba Omer is really the beginning of the Torah that we have today. Because the Torah we have today was not transmitted through the 24,000 students, it was transmitted through these five new students. And that began on Lagba Omer, and that perhaps is the reason for the Simcha of Lagba Omer. Okay.
0: Is it, is it Torah from... All these five
1: students—Rabbeir, Rabbeir, the Taner, Rabbeir, Rabbi Huda—these were the students. These were the Tanam that perpetuated, perpetuated the Torah. So this is definitely a new reason, right? A new reason for uh, a new reason for Lagba BaOmer. Okay, let's take a look at uh, a couple more items. The, there's a Sefer, Sha'al Sechuvah Shem And the Shem Arieh also, he, he's troubled. Well, what's this business? Everyone going to Meiron on the cover of Shem Bar What's this all about? You're going to his grave to have a Yom tif? I mean, since when do you make Yom Tovim at gravesites? You no, know, you go. It's a sad occasion. You dive, you fast, You die. But to, to make a happiness? So he has a, a somewhat of a brilliant... Um, Inside into why people go to the kever of Rav Shema Eichay, which just tell you off the bat, Rav, Rav uh, Zevin, Shlomo Yosef Zevin. Rav Zevin? Yes. He writes about this reason. He says it's brilliant, but it's a little far-fetched. Okay?
0: I, I must say, when, when I grew, grew up in Israel, at least when I grew up, it wasn't like big like it's here uh, today.
1: It became commercialized. In,
0: in the last 10 years it's become great. But Rav Nachman in, uh, in uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was there in
1: 97. It was rock. What? I was there in 1997. I was in my room. Okay. So it was unbelievable. Okay. So listen. To, yeah. It was a big party. Listen to, this. listen to this. Let's get this out. The Gemara tells us that there was a conversation between Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon. We'll discuss this more on Shabbos, and they were discussing the Romans. If you look at number thirteen, and Rabbi Yehuda said, "Look how wonderful the Romans are. They build bridges. They build bathhouses." Rabbi Yossi didn't comment. Shimma Yechai said, come on, who are you kidding? They, they're not doing it for themselves. They're doing it, they're not doing it for us. They're doing it for themselves. They make, uh, marketplaces to set up their zonos there. They make bathhouses, they make bathhouses to uh, enjoy themselves. So the Romans basically decreed, Rabbi Judah, he spoke nicely, we're gonna raise him up. Rabbi Yossi, he was quiet, he should be exiled to Tzipori. And Roshimma Yechai, we're gonna kill him. So it says Roshimma Yechai ran away to the shul, and, um, his wife would bring him food and drink every day. And one day, Roshim Baruchai said, "No, this is not going to work out. daitos <laughs> Women, they're 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 feeble-minded. They're soft-minded. If uh, the Romans come and torture the women, they're gonna they can't withstand uh, waterboarding. What is it called? Water. Well, they can't withstand torture. So they're gonna they're gonna say that we're hiding out in the shul. So they went to hide in a cave. It says for for 12 years they hid in the cave. We'll learn exactly how they survived in the cave." And they came out. They went back in for another year. We'll learn exactly what happened. And Eliohanovi came on the door. Who's going to tell Reb Shimon that the Roman Caesar died and the xera is over, that he could come out? So he comes out. Fine. Was it a miracle that Rav was saved from the Romans? Certainly it was a miracle. He can't survive in a cave for 12, 13 years without food, without drink. It was a miracle. When a miracle happens to a person, where should he make a bracha? <laughs> at the place where the miracle happened, there's a concept. You, we, when a miracle happens, you go to that place and you say, <speaking in> Baruch, <Hebrew> Atah where is the place that the miracle happened to Rav bar In the cave. In the cave. We don't know where the cave is. So where should we celebrate the fact that he wasn't killed by the Romans? At his grave. Why? Because whenever the Romans killed someone, they wouldn't bury them. So the fact that he has a grave, that's the place where we recognize a miracle happened to Avshalom Echai that he wasn't murdered by the Romans. He died naturally. But why is it far fetched? One Wait, second. The yeah, Kiva was buried. The Kiva was buried. I hear. No, no, you're right. I hear, I hear. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Okay. Where's my cave buried? In Tiberia, next to Ramchal. Ramchal's buried. So therefore, the, you know why everyone's going to the cave of Avshalom Echai? Because they're celebrating the miracle that happened to him. What's the miracle? That he died naturally. How is death a miracle? <laughs> it's a miracle that he wasn't killed by the Romans and if he would have been killed by the Romans he wouldn't have merited Kavura. And the, so his grave really is a makom nais. It's a miraculous place. And that's why everyone's going there. Okay, creative reason. That's what Rabbi Zevin says. Is that the real reason? It's uh, definitely is something very interesting. Something very interesting. I'll tell you a couple more things. If you look at anyone have a Chumash here? If you look in a Chumash. The Zohar tells us that even though the halachic reason for mourning during Sphirah is we're mourning over the, the students of Shema HaYechai, actually the seven weeks that we count toward Kabbalah Satorah, Kabbalistically is like the seven days that a Zav, a Zav is a certain uh, person who becomes impure, his body emits a certain fluid, that makes him impure, and he has to count seven days until he purifies himself. And the period of Su'as HaOmer is, so to speak, the seven weeks are like the seven days that the Zav counts until he purifies himself. We're going to retell you number 14. So actually, if you look in Parsha Mitzvah, in Parak Tesvav, Pasuk Yudgim O Tesvav, where the Torah talks about the Zav, it says, v'chiyitah ha'zav mi'zovo. Torah is talking about this type of impurity. There are three psukim. If you count up the words in these three psukim, there are 49 words. That's what's pointed out by, uh, in number 14, this is from Rav Gershon Henach, Razin. He was the one who discovered chelas. He's the Baal HaTchelas. He's the one who discovered the Radzin HaReba. He points out, in the Pasuk that talks about Tum ha'zav, there are 49 words. If you count word number 33... Is Moed. Moed. Holiday. who so, so, I come by You do make a By the you do make a Who says Zav doesn't make a brothel? He does not. He counts. No, he counts. Anita doesn't count. Yeah, but he's count. not making a So maybe we should count without a brothel? It's a question. It's a question. I mean, so. It's a question. Okay, so this is somewhat of a Remes in the Torah to Lag Omer. You have the 49 words written by Zav. Word number 33 is Moed. Okay. Very interesting. I'll tell you another very interesting thing. You know, according to uh, according to the Zohar that Rushim Barekai passed away in Lagba Omer, what happened on Lagba Omer? He revealed the secrets of the Zohar. Rav Shim in the last day of his life, he revealed Kabbalah to the world. He, re- he revealed mysticism, the secret aspects of the Torah to the world. On what day? Lagba Omer. Okay? Very interesting. If you look in uh, Pirkei Avos There are many different opinions as What is the best way What is the The best path a person should take in life And the opinion of Rabbi Eleazar Is Lev Tov A good heart Good heart So The Menei Sashar explains If this is the best path in life It's logical to assume This is the path to take In order to really understand Torah To have a good heart Lev Tov Lev has a numerical value of Lamed Beis Thirty-two Tov, Tov, Tes, Vav, Vez. 17. 32 and 17? 49. To get to Kabbalah Satorah, you need to have Lev Tov, a good heart. After 32 days of the Lev, that ushers in, ushers in, the days of Tov. Beginning with Lagba Omer, right, you have the first 32 days, Lev, then starting with Lagba Omer, the 33rd day, you have 17 days of Tov. If you look, you look in the Torah what is Kol Tov what is Kol Tov in Beresh say for in Parish it says Bayar Elohim Eshaor Kitov. God saw the light was good then it says Vayav Elokim." God separated between the light and the darkness what does what what this mean God saw the light was good so he put it away so Rashi says God created a very special light it's called Or the Hidden light that he gave to the world. He gave to the world. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> getting a little wild. Sound effects brought <laughs> to you by. Let's see. Shkaya,
1: yeah. Leves, the or it's God, so the light was good. What, which light? The or Haganas, the hidden light. And he put it away for the tzaddikim for Olam Habah. Where did he put it? Where, he, where did he hide it? He hid it in the Torah. The secrets of the Torah have the or Haganas, the hidden light. If you look, now let's look in Pashas Bereshus when it talks about the Orhaganas. Let's talk. Okay, look in the beginning of Sefer Bereshus. All right. If you look, V'yomer he are God said there should be light. and there was light. Bayar, Elohim Eshaor Ki God saw the light was good. Tov. What does that mean? He saw the Orhaganas was so good, it was too good for this world. He had to put it away in the Torah. He hid it in the Torah. The thirty-third word in the Torah is Tov, which is referring to the Arhagonos. Lave Tov. After you have thirty-two days, the thirty-third day of the Omer is Lag Omer. It's a day of light. The day the light of Kabbalah came down to the world. That's why the thirty-third word in the Torah is Tov. Tov refers to the Arhagonos, the hidden light that God hid in the secrets of the Torah. Lave Tov. You have 32 days of the Omer. The 33rd day of the Omer is the day that Rabbi Shema Eichoi revealed the light of Kabbalah to the world as indicated, as, as alluded to in the word uh, Tov, which is the 33rd word of the Torah. Says the Saskar, You know why people light these big bonfires on Lag Omer? Because they're alluding to the fact that this is the day that the great light came down to the world. This is the day after 32 days of Lave. you have the R. You have the Tov. Tov is called Ar. By the way, when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, what does it say about his birth? Vayar Oso, Kitov. They saw he was good. It says Rashi, Nesmali the Kalabayis Ora, the house is full of light. Tov in the in the Torah refers to the light of Torah, and that's why the thirty third word of the Torah is Tov, means the light of the Torah, which was which was brought down to this world on Lag B'Omer. Moshe's name is Tov right? Okay. Now, nah, now nah, you're nice. Nice, Come on. Oh, that fits. That fits, no? Okay, I, know. I never knew why to do this. Okay, oh. one second. I, I want to get out two more things, okay? Get out two more things. <laughs> 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 Marsha says something very interesting, <laughs> and then we're going to come to the conclusion, the real reason for lag okay? <laughs> <laughs> the real reason. Marshaw says something very interesting. David says, Life is 70 years. Classically, life is 70 years. What does that mean? You have 20 years until you're 20 years old. You know, you're not responsible for the first 20 years. You know, you're not a Baron You have 50 years you're responsible for. You have 50 years you're responsible for. The 50 years you're responsible for correspond to the 50 days of from Pesach Tosh. These are 50, the fifty days of life. When was the when was man created? either on Rosh Hashanah or the first day of Nisan let's say according to the man according to the opinion the world was created Rosh Chodesh Nisan that's when man was created when was the world created? five days before Chaf Hay Adar okay so from Chaf Hei Adar you could count 20 days until we left Mitzrayim those 20 days from Chaf Hay Adar until the 15th day of Nisan they correspond to the first 20 years of life No, we're we're still in Mitzrayim. We're influenced by the Goyim. We're not responsible for what we did then. So the 20 days from Chafi Adar until the 15th day of Nisan, they correspond to the first 20 years of life. You know, we're not responsible almost. Then you have 50 days from Pesach to Shavuos. That's life. 50 years. Now, Chazal tells us, if somebody dies at the age of 52 years old, it's not so. that's the death of Shmuel Haramasi. Shmuel died at age 52. What does that mean? What's the meaning behind that? Well, if you have 50 years that count, so to speak, as long as you live the majority of those without sin, we know that the rest of it you're going to live without sin. What's the majority of 50? Well, 50. the 50th year is really uh, is the Yovel. So we're going to take that out. So you have the 49, 49 years correspond to the 49 days of Sphira. So if you live, uh, you have um, 16, 16, and 16, right? 16, 16, and 16, so if you live 32 of those years properly, so then, uh, we know you're gonna be a tzaddik the rest of your life. That's the meaning of, this is the death of Shmuel Haramasi, who died at age 52. The first 20 years, you're not responsible for. You live another 32, 32 years properly. 52, you're a good guy. You're a good guy. What's Lagba Omer? Lagba Omer is, well, the first 20 days from the 25th day of Adar until the 15th day of Nisan. Eh, they don't count. You're not responsible. Lagba Omer, in essence, is after you've, you've kept 26 days properly. Because 26... Um, sorry, 32 days properly. 32 days after the Sefira starts means you've kept the majority of the sphere properly. So just like we say about Shmuel Hanavi, he was a tzaddik because he lived most of his life properly, the simcha of Lag Baomer is, you've gone through these 32 days, which is the majority of the sefirah period which corresponds to the years of life, and you've made it through. You've made it through. Okay, that's another remez the Mersha says. Okay, but now we're going to come to the grand finale, the real reason for Lag Baomer. Okay, I bet, I guarantee you, you never heard this reason. Let's turn to number six. (laughs) <laughs> by the way you have to understand the whole concept of Lagba Omer is the background of it is how the center of Jewish life is defocusing on Yerushalayim and focusing on the cities of Tzfas and Meiron which by the way the Chesam Sofer was very against how could you forsake Yerushalayim it's um Noif Kala aretz, the beauty of all the land all eyes turn toward Yerushalayim says the Chisam Sofer could die to see this inside look what he says nom Yadati, I know. Kishamati I've heard. Shaakshav Akshir Dari. Then nowadays it's sort of uh, a little bit mockingly. The generations have improved. You know until now nobody ever used to go to Meiron. says Akhsamso from the seventeen hundreds and the early eighteen hundreds. Now you know everyone's a big tzaddik, everyone's going to Meiron. Umi merchak yavayu and they come from far yidroshu asham they seek out asham be'er ha'keider svas in the holy city of tzans be'im lamad gimon ba'omer on the 33rd of the day of the omer bihilul der tshin ba'chai says ziksam sefer ve'im kika kavanosim Lashem shamayim even though their intention is for the sake of heaven shoram ravli sufik even though they get a lot of reward because even if they may not be doing the right thing they think they're doing the right thing. And if you think you're doing a mitzvah, you get schar for that also. Al in the manner of... There's a pasuk in Shirem. Um, ahava. That even when we're a even when you make mistakes, Hashem loves it, if you're doing it for the right reasons. Vidiluke Nerois ahava. That uh, even though they're lighting candles and it may not have real basis, but Hashem loves it because they're doing it l'shem shemayim. Now look what he says. avomitamze ba'atzma. But for this very reason... Would I go with them? Would I participate in Lagolomer celebrations? Count me out. Count me out. Hayesianim <laughs> a I would stay away. Kebendrusai. <laughs> like the Gemara says Babendrusai, at Stark Leos <laughs> yoshev Sham, because I would I would be very uncomfortable going there and not lighting these candles and doing the things they're doing. It wouldn't be right for me to go and not follow their minhag. so count me out, I'm not going. Okay? Umishana Minhogum If the Shalou Ertzal is Chavri but I would not want to join them. I would never join them in their practice. Says Achsam Sofer, Look what he says: Avolik Moed to establish a holiday. Okay, you ready for the real reason for Lag Bomer? Shalou that no miracle happened. Fellow Shalou Huskar bashas, it's not mentioned in the Gemara U B'Shul Makkom now one reference in the Gemara and now one reference in the Poskim. V'Rem is Remiza. There's no hint. Rachmanias Hespit Vatinas. Just the fact that we don't eulogize and we don't fast. Minhagahu, it's just a custom. And you're ready for the reason? Fataima gufa la I have no idea why. I don't know why. Says the Khsam the reason for Lagva Oimer? Taima Gufa La I don't know the reason. So the Khsam says, I don't know. What could we add to that? The time of Gufala we don't know the reason. The big hash is Rabbi. Oh the Chatzikeshet? Keshet? Yeah, Why do you do this? One second, one second, one second, one second. Oh, you know why? Because Rashi says in uh, Parashat Noach that during the generation of Rapshima Echai, there was no There's no rainbow. What, what does the rainbow signify? Uh, a rainbow is an upside-down bow and arrow, which shows that God... What do enemies do when, when, when an enemy wants to retreat? What does it do? It turns the, 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 the weapon backwards. Okay. So, the, when, when, what, is, what does a rainbow represent? The fact, really, God wanted to destroy the world, but He's refraining. So it's like God turns His bow backwards. That's a Keshet. Okay. The Gemara says that in the times of Shem v'echai, there was no need for a rainbow because the generation was so perfect, they didn't need... Hashem never got angry at them that he had to show them the sign. So the reason for the bow and arrows is they're showing that in the time of Shemba Yechai, we didn't need the bow to show that Hashem withheld his anger. You've just experienced another
0: Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.